Hey friend, welcome to the Restore Mind podcast, where we are going to be talking about various life topics surrounding mindset transformation. Imagine what it will look like to have peace in your life, despite what the world is telling you. Hi, my name is Caroline, a wife, mom of three, and makeup turned fitness enthusiast. I am here to help you build a strong mindset that will propel you forward into a life of peace and joy. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Well, my friend, there is freedom waiting for you. So if you are ready to build a 2.0 version of yourself, then this podcast is for you. So grab your water or whatever you like to drink, throw on your walking shoes, and let's get going because it's always 4.13. Hello and welcome to the Restored Mind podcast. How are you doing, my friends? I'm so happy that you're here. If you are new, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, welcome. Either way, I just want to take a moment to briefly thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen in on this episode. I can't believe that we are already officially in the season of fall. According to Google, that day was September 23rd of 2023. And if you are a fall person, I know that you've been super excited because it's sweater weather. I have to slow down when I say that because I get tongue-tied, but it's not too hot, right? The air is cooling off. If you live in the South like me, the heat over the summer has been ridiculously hot, and I'm so ready for the air to just cool off. And also, if you are a pumpkin spice girl or an apple cider girl, you have probably already busted out your mugs for that. I used to be a pumpkin spice girl when I was in my 20s, but lately I've been an apple cider girl for the past two years now, and I don't know what it is. Like something about pumpkin spice just doesn't do it for me. It doesn't make me feel like fall unless I have a sip of apple cider. But anyway, I thought what a better way to discern over the upcoming holidays and the season known as the quote, busiest time of the year about faithfulness and busyness. Because over the summer, I've realized that I've been living a life of busyness. At least it feels like that to me. So what's the difference between faithfulness and busyness? Well, for me, the difference of busyness comes from myself. So it's about the things that you have to make happen because it's reliant on your schedule, your timing, and your ability. Again, it's all about you, right? You are more focused on your to-do list than what the Lord has for you. And I have been guilty of that, especially over the summer. We could become more focused on our to-do list than what the Lord has for us. Let's think about the holidays, right? I don't know about you, but my house is not decorated for fall yet. I thought about it, and that's as far as I got. I didn't bring out my fall decorations, and usually... I start decorating a couple of weeks before the actual season begins just to get myself in the mood. But this year, I don't know what it is. I'm just, I've just had these thoughts of bringing them out and then I I don't do it. So if you are someone who's already started making your house feel like it's super cozy, you've already gone to Hobby Lobby or any home decor stores to buy new things, to add things here and there to your home, to make it more festive, then you know what I'm talking about, right? But we're busy. We're so busy decorating our home for the season or trying to make our house feel cozy. And in the midst of that, we can lose sight of what God is trying to tell us. We can even become so distracted with all of the things that are happening that we forget to put God first in our life. See, the world's view of busyness is glorified. It's a good thing. 
We make it about ourselves and we can tend to brag about how busy we've been. I am so guilty of this too, especially reflecting back on small talk with friends and family over the summer. And I think as I share this with you, you might be able to relate. But have you ever been asked, how are you doing? How's your family? And here's how I responded. Oh, we're good. We've just been so busy this summer. And the interesting thing about this as I thought about it is that they did not once ask me how busy we've been or how busy I've been. It was my pride that mentions how busy I've been, which leads me to listing all of the things that I've been busy with. Vacations, celebrations, traveling here and there. Not once did they ask if I was busy. They asked, how am I doing? How's the family doing? And I quickly brushed that aside by answering, oh, we're good. But here's the thing that I want to talk about, my busyness. I want to highlight this because I'm so proud of it. And in a way, like I said, there's a sense of pride that stems from busyness. It's like we put ourselves first, right? We're so proud of the fact that we haven't really had time to rest. And faithfulness comes from the obedience of pursuing God's words. The enemy will tell you even now that in serving God, you're still busy. But the difference here is that God's asking, how are you using your time? Because he wants you to use your time wisely. I'm reminded of this when I was in Psalms 90.12. So teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. A really good friend of mine and I were in conversation a few weeks back, and we were talking about the book of Revelations. She mentioned how her life changed when she reflected on a question, which was, if you knew that Jesus is coming tomorrow, how would you live your life today? So my friend, if you knew that Jesus is coming tomorrow, how would you live your life today? Would you be so focused on decorating your house for the holidays or the vacations that you went on or, or planning or the things that you're doing? Would you be focused on that? I thought about this question and I loved it because it was such a good reflection of me. It made me think about the busyness of my life and the urgency I have in building my relationship with God and walking in obedience. Now, when I'm talking about urgency, I don't mean in a sense of hurry or haste, but in being consistent and steady in my walk. Hebrews 12, 1 talks about our race. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. See, verse 2 begins with looking to Jesus. Run the race looking to Jesus. I love that because it reminds me of Matthew 6.33 when Jesus tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When we talked about having a sense of urgency, we weren't talking about it in a sense of being hurried or in a haste. That's the world's way of thinking about what urgency is. But for me, from a faith lens, a sense of urgency is being consistent and steady in my walk. In all of this, I questioned my busyness and I asked if I was serving myself or the Lord. So my challenge to you is to reflect on that very question. If you knew that Jesus is coming tomorrow, how would you live your life today? As you discern through that, I challenge you to think about whether or not you're serving yourself or the Lord. Being in a life or in a season of busy, it can lead us to the busyness trap, I like to call it. 
Have you ever wished or thought or even said out loud, I wish I had more than 24 hours in a day? Yeah, me too. I've said that multiple times in my life growing up. But here's the truth. It is that while we might spend more time in our business, our studies, or in our daily tasks trying to complete these things, we'd still be just as equally distracted by our phones or some kind of entertainment. And honestly, I believe that we would rest probably even less and begin to be distracted by all of the things of the world, the things that we find so dazzling and shiny. If we had more than 24 hours in a day, my question is, how many more of those hours would you spend with God? See, I used to say that I wish I had more than 24 hours in a day. But over the years, as I've discerned through that statement, that wish that I had, I would ask myself, more time for what? More time for who? Why? And then that question, if I did have 24 hours in a day, how many of those hours would I actually spend with God? Does it look any different? Sadly, my answer was no. And that's when I realized that wishing for more than 24 hours in a day wasn't the problem. It was where I had my mindset. For me, I can tend to feel like I don't have enough time in a day to complete the tasks at hand and forget that what I have planned for the day might not be the kind of race that has been set before me. I can get caught up in doing what I think I should be doing and miss out on an opportunity to steward time into someone or something else for the kingdom of God. The world tells us that it's okay to be busy because we're all busy. But the questions I have are this. Where are our eyes and our hearts set? Where does our mind go? Do we know how to rest in the Lord? Resting also takes work. I have an episode on that. And in this episode, I talk and share about the different kinds of rest we have and why they're important. And I also explain in that episode why rest takes work. So if this piques an interest of yours, or if you want to dive into that conversation a little bit more, I would highly recommend checking out that episode. I titled it, Rest Takes Work. But there's freedom and faithfulness too, right? So we can get caught in the busyness trap, but there's also freedom and faithfulness. And that's learning to rest in the Lord because it helps us reconnect with our creator. We can assess with a clear mind and vision how we want to love and serve others better. This actually comes from being obedient to the will of God, not our own will. Because if you think about it, if we had our way, right? If we were in our flesh and doing our own will, then we come first before someone. We will always come before someone. I think about restoration when I think of rest. Psalms 23, verse 3, David says, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So when I think about resting in the Lord and getting a clear mind and vision of how we want to love and serve, I think about how God wants that. It's for his name's sake. In the season of busyness, we are cluttered with thoughts of things that we need to get done for the day, but there's freedom in knowing that we can have peace in embracing the moments that aren't so great and awesome. And I want to emphasize a couple things here. First of all, the word need, because I think of the word need as something that I absolutely have to have for my survival. And that is how we can look at the tasks that we set for ourselves, the things that our heart desires for the day instead of the race that's been put in front of us. And this great and awesome thing, what is that? It's the task that we've set for ourselves simply to feel accomplished for the day 
But see, Philippians 4.19 tells us that God is going to supply us every need according to his riches in glory. So if we take all of that and we think about the busiest time of the year, and we think about how we're so focused on worried about decorating our house or focused on the upcoming holiday festivities that are coming that we forget to put God first. We can lose sight of what he really has for us in this season. And we can begin to be in that business trap where we feel like we just don't have enough time or we really just need to accomplish this one task because we think we're going to be accomplished by it. The end of the year is considered the busiest time of the year. And I was thinking about this topic and I wondered, are we placing our minds where they need to be? I wonder, where does our eyes, our hearts, and our minds go? Don't be distracted of everything that the world has to offer. When God's offering you peace and rest and joy, I know that it can be so hard to step out of busyness and the distractions of all the things around us and to step into steadiness and faithfulness with God. But my friend, there's so much freedom waiting for you in faithfulness. And I know it can be hard, but you can do hard things. Hey, thank you for listening. If this episode has spoken life into you or your mindset transformation journey, please share it with a friend. The growth of this podcast is possible through you. So thank you for your support and for being a part of the family. I look forward to talking to you again next week here on the Restored Mind podcast.